Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Elemental Evan Show. This is your host, Evan Roberts. And on this show, I break down complex health topics from a holistic perspective. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about the people that influence you the most, and more specifically, the people that influence you on a bacterial level. They can actually alter your microbiome. So I'm sure many of you have already heard the saying that, you know, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. This is a saying that I personally find to be very true, and it's something we're really going to jump into today. But even more importantly, the people that you're spending the most time with, or more specifically, the people that you're living with, are actually affecting you on a very deep level. They are affecting you at a bacterial level. They are actually affecting your microbiome, or more so they are influencing your microbiome. So on today's episode, we're going to cover how the people we surround ourselves with actually influence us and how they can have an influence on our microbiome, which for those of you who are unfamiliar with what a microbiome is, microbiome is simply the cloud of bacteria that surrounds you and is inside you and all throughout you. You have tons of bacteria and viruses and all these different things on you. And we have what's known as a microbiome. And that is all of the bacteria that is on our body and in our body. So you are having that affected or influenced by the people you are living with. And you also will influence theirs as well. So that is going to be today's topic. It's a really interesting one. I have some pretty cool studies to bring to the table today. But before we jump into that, one of the things that I really love doing on this show is just talking about the different health practices or things that I am trying uh, that I found some benefit with or that I'm enjoying and sharing them with you because that's something that I would do with my closest friends, my family, uh, my loved ones. And of course, you are all in that category because you're tuning into the show. So thank you very much. And today I'm actually going to talk a little bit about uh, colostrum. So Colostrum is something that has, well, it's been around for a long time, but it's kind of reemerged here on the market um, in terms of legalities and just being able to purchase it. But colostrum, for those of you who are unfamiliar with what it is, it's actually the dairy that is produced by mammals uh, within the first 48 to 72 hours after giving birth. So it is the essentially the very first food that all mammals will receive is this colostrum. So it's a milk, right? Um, but it is a very special milk because it's going to have the essential nutrients that we're going to need when we're literally just born, right? And I know this is almost a little weird sounding. Um, I know when I first heard about this, I was a little skeptical and also just kind of like, man, what the heck is this all about? But nonetheless, there are some really great studies on it. And there seems to be some real, uh, you know, some backing on this product. And it's something that I've been very interested in because of its ability to possibly help with gut health, which for those of you who know, gut health is a huge thing that I focus on. Uh, I've you know struggled with a lot of gut issues growing up, specifically IBS. That's one of the main things that I've dealt with. And so of course, I'm always trying to find new things that are, you know, going to help benefit the gut and the microbiome and all that good stuff. And inevitably colostrum came up on my radar. So I decided to give it a try. And it's been about three months now that I've been taking colostrum. And I will 
Truthfully, I started taking it for my digestive health, although personally, I've actually seen most of the benefits in a different area. So in terms of gut health, I'm just going to be straight up with all of you. Um, I have noticed some benefit from taking colostrum literally every single day. Um, I usually just take it once a day. I don't normally take it more than that, although I have for a period of time taken it uh, two times a day. But really, the benefit of the gut health, I would say there is a slight no, like noticeable difference in terms of just kind of feeling better, um, the digestive just digestive system working a little bit better. But realistically, I actually haven't seen a massive shift in the benefits of colostrum for my gut. Now, I think I need to take it for a little bit of a longer period of time and also increase the amount that I'm taking because when I was taking colostrum two times a day, I actually did notice a little bit more of a benefit with the gut health. So that's something I want to do. It's obviously not the most cost-effective thing, of course, when you're taking it literally multiple times a day, because I, I might even take it like three times a day just to see what happens. But here's where I found a lot of benefit from trying colostrum. So colostrum, when I was taking it once a day, this is right around the time when literally like everyone was getting sick. Okay, so friends, family, co-workers, acquaintances, everyone around me was just dropping like flies getting sick, right? Um, from various different things, right? And here I was in contact with most of these people, like physically in contact with them, because I didn't know that they were sick, or they didn't even know that they were sick, whatever it might have been. And I literally was completely fine, felt incredible, actually, like, no issues, no symptoms, not even like a little bit of a sickness, which is amazing because personally, I haven't done anything different. I have been eating the same foods. I've been taking the same supplements that I usually take, which it's just a few supplements. There's really not that many. So I have not been doing anything differently aside from the fact that I started taking colostrum. On that note, Ashley as well was taking the colostrum with me and same experience, no sickness, nothing like that. So the immune benefits, which I have heard about, and I knew that that was a possible uh, benefit of taking colostrum, although it wasn't the primary reason I was taking it, was actually what I felt was the most pronounced. Now, of course, I can't go out and say, oh, 100% this colostrum is, you know, what kept me totally safe and, and strong and all this good stuff. But I really, truthfully, did not do anything else. And I just came to the conclusion that, you know, for me, literally being in contact with all of these sick people, um, and I, I know I have a decent immune system for sure, but it's just wild. And I, I really, truthfully think that there is something with this, uh, with our immunity and with taking colostrum. So that's something I'm huge on taking right now. I'm going to continue taking it. And funny enough, I ran out of colostrum. And I was meaning to order it. I ran out of it for like two weeks. And I decided I was, you know, going to go ahead and reorder the colostrum, but just kept esca uh, escaping my mind. And sure enough, I ate some kind of a funky food or something like that because uh, I definitely got a stomach bug and it was just a quick little 24 hour kind of like full evacuation, if you know what I mean. Uh, both Ashley and I got it. I really do think it's from uh, something we ate. And I was like, oh, man, I really wish I had my colostrum right now. Uh, so I went ahead and ordered it. And um, it was really cool because 
for one like full day felt really crappy. And then the next couple of days, I was still a little bit like dehydrated, you know, a little bit of a headache, all that. Uh, but I had the colostrum and started taking it. And I mean, within like a day or two was just back on my feet, feeling back to normal and feeling great and ready to rock and roll. So once again, can't fully 100% obviously say because I, you know, don't have the ability to test that and to know for sure that this is what was doing it. But I really, truly feel that the colostrum was benefiting my immune system, uh, which also just on that note, at least 70% of our physical immune system resides in our gut. So it just kind of goes hand in hand that what is good for our gut is also going to be good for our immune system. So it just kind of makes sense there. Needless to say, I will continue taking uh, colostrum. I feel that it has a lot of benefits to it, and I feel like it has even more benefits that I haven't tapped into yet. So I'm going to buy it and increase the amount in uh, in which I'm taking at least twice a day, maybe even three times a day, and just see what benefits I, I obtain from that. Um, truthfully, I literally just try so many different health things, especially when it comes to the gut. That's a huge thing I focus on. Um, you know, I don't typically have a lot of flare-ups from IBS, but every now and again, it does happen. And so I'm still able to kind of really tweak and, and find out what it is that is best for my immune system and my gut. Uh, and colostrum is the newest thing that I've been trying. So figured I would share it with all of you. Um, I will share as well other health practices and uh, books that I'm reading and all those different things on here, because literally that's what this show is all about. Uh, I just love to share this stuff. So anyways, if you want to try this colostrum and see what it does for you, because of course, everyone's body is going to be specific and, you know, different. So I can't say, you know, what works for me is also going to work for you, but I've found some serious benefit with this. And if you want to try it as well, the colostrum that I decided to go with was called Tri Armra. And you might have seen them on Instagram and all the socials because they're pretty big on there. But that is try T R Y A R M R A. Try Armra. And if you go there, you can go ahead and try out their colostrum. They have a few different flavors. Personally, I just got the basic flavor, like the unflavored one. And I literally will just take a scoop of it and throw it into my mouth and let it just kind of dissolve in there. Um, they say it's also good for the oral microbiome as well. So, uh, yeah, if you want to go ahead and try it out, I will go ahead and have the uh, link uh, in the show notes. So you can go ahead down there and click on it. It's Triarmra. And of course, because you are listeners to the show and I love to try to give you guys something for lending me your ear all of these times uh, on all these episodes, uh, I love to give you guys a discount code. So if you go and look at the show notes, you'll see that there's a discount code there. It's EVAN10. It's all capitals, evan one zero then go ahead and use that at checkout. You'll get 10% off your first order. And once again, that's just kind of my my little thank you to all of you. It's uh, it's just a way for me to to help you all to try some of these products that I go through and, and see how they work for me and the things that I find benefit in, I love to share with you guys. So uh, go ahead and try that out if you want. Um, personally, I felt that this was one of the best brands for colostrum because they use a propriet sorry proprietary cold chain biopotent technology, which is to concentrate colostrum's uh, 200 plus living nutrients in a, you know, pure bioavailable form, which is very important because obviously dairy has a lot of heat sensitive um, 
components to it. So we don't want to lose a lot of those beneficial things by heating it up. So TriArmor has found a way to avoid that with, you know, still getting it to you in a safe manner and allowing you to take it. Um, so anyways, if you want to check that out, it's in the show notes. I just really wanted to share that with all of you. It's something <clears throat> that I have been trying, like I said, for the last three months here and have found some benefit with and wanted to just share it with you before we jumped into the show. So now that we got that uh, done, we will jump in to today's topic, which is all about the people we spend time with and how they influence us. So they not only influence us just on the basic levels, they also influence us on a bacterial level. But to start with how people influence us, and really just, I love that quote, the you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I don't know where they got the number five from, probably just a good number to go with. Uh, but nonetheless, I think you're just the average of the people you spend the most time with. And if you look at this from a very basic level, if you just look at it in the sense of, if you have a group of friends that love to go golfing, guess what? You probably go golfing too. It's just something that you all do together. It's something you're into. If you have a group of friends that loves to go out running, you probably go running. If you have a group of friends that loves to go watch baseball games, and you probably go watch baseball games together, right? Like it's just, you are associated with them and that's something you all share together. So naturally, the things that you do as a group, the things that your friends are all into are going to be the things that you're into as well, right? We are, uh, by association, just kind of into those things as well. Now, if we want to take this to a little bit of a deeper level, you also have what's called mirror neurons. So mirror, like literally a mirror that you look at to see yourself, and neurons. So these are brain cells that react when not only you're performing an action, but also when you're observing someone else performing an action. So literally, these neurons are firing when they see someone performing an action, and then they're going to fire as well when you're performing that action, right? So they say like, um, uh, those that fire or wire together, fire together, right? Like the, the cells that uh, wire together, fire together. And this is kind of where that comes from. It's because of these mirror neurons. So literally, when you're watching someone do something, you have mirror neurons that are being activated at that moment in time to basically help you to mirror what they're doing, right? So we are going to pick up on the habits of other people. If we have people that have good habits, we're going to pick up on those. If we have people that have bad habits, we'll pick up on those as well. So in terms of, let's say, you are a person who let's just say, doesn't really smoke weed all that much. Not that you're against it, but you just don't smoke it. But then you have a friend come over who smokes weed all the time, and all of a sudden, you smoke weed every single time they're over. This is a perfect example of that. There's also a, an example of a friend who comes over who, let's just say, loves to work out. And I'm saying this because it comes from a personal experience. Uh, guess what? I started working out more as well. And just a shout out to that person. It is Caleb Wood. Yes, the guy I've had on here like three or four times on this show. He's a really good friend of mine and just an awesome person all around. But Caleb gets after his workouts. And when he's over here for literally just a couple of days, this guy gets after his workouts. Like, no excuses. And for your boy here, I do work out, but it is not to the extent that he works out, right? It is less frequently and also 
less intensity, right? But when Caleb comes over here and all of a sudden just starts busting out a workout in my living room, naturally, I see him working out and it's like, ah, well, you know what? I'll just hop on over there and throw a couple weights around as well. And before I know it, I've put in literally a full on workout. So when Caleb is around here, I will literally work out like twice the amount that I normally would work out. So yes, Caleb is an excellent person for me to surround myself with because my mirror neurons are picking up on him. And naturally, I'm just wanting to do the things that he's doing as well, right? Because I, I, I feel that he has, you know, a good lifestyle and I, I like what he's doing. And also, it's just kind of like a reminder, like, oh, yeah, like, hey, why not work out right now? It's something that I enjoy as is. And he's doing it right now. So why not just pick up a weight and get after it? So it goes both ways, right? It can be bad. It can be good. And I love the quote. Um, I believe I believe it's actually a biblical quote, which is iron sharpens iron, right? This is so true. Um, when you have someone who is pushing the needle and you're pushing the needle as well, and you both are just really trying to be the best versions of yourself, and then you guys come together, boom, like get out of here, right? You guys are both going to just take each other to a whole new level, right? You're iron sharpening iron. However, when you have that friend who is not at the level at that level, they're not pushing the needle, they are going to be for, I don't know, lack of a better term, a rock, right? They're not going to be iron sharpening your iron. They're going to be a rock that is blunting your iron, right? They're making your iron less sharp. So it's very important for us to understand that the people we are spending a lot of time with, we are going to also start adapting and picking up on their habits and their lifestyle. It's just natural. It's it's gonna happen, right? It, like it's almost impossible to not have it happen. If you're spending a ton of time with a person, you're gonna pick up on at least some of their habits and traits. Now, when I'm saying this, I feel like there's a lot of people who think, oh man, but I don't want to leave all my friends. I have great friends, you know, and, and we do some fun stuff together. In no way, shape, or form and I, am I saying that you absolutely have to just drop your friend group and step into a new group of people that are, you know, totally up-leveled. If, if that's the route you want to go, fine. Like, maybe that is the route you need to go. But more than likely, the friends that you have right now, you probably share some you know, traits with them and things that you like about each other. And maybe they're also wanting to up level and step up in the places that you're wanting to step up. And, you know, this is a great opportunity for you to become a leader of your group and start to show them, uh, you know, that you can really start pushing that needle and being a better version of yourself. Because, you know, I love the quote as well that says, if you are the what is it, the most interesting or the smartest person in the room, you're probably in the wrong room. And unfortunately, that's probably true. If you are truly the most interesting and, and the most uh, smartest person in the room, you're probably in the wrong room. Um, but I always like to say, too, that if you are that person, well, maybe the people around you are hungry to learn and hungry to grow. So why not help lift them up as well, right? And so if you have friends around you that are willing to put in the work and they want to grow as well in the same areas that you want to grow, then work with them. You guys can still stay friends and, and have the great friend group and continue to grow and, you know, reach new heights and go in this new direction that maybe is a little bit healthier for all of you as an entire group. 
Um, and that way you guys can, you know, still keep this friend group, but grow in a new way, right? Now, of course, if you have some of those friends that are just, they don't want to change. They are happy the way they are. They think the way you're going is stupid and, and they just don't want to do it. And, you know, whatever, right? Like whatever their reasoning is, is totally fine. It's their life and they can absolutely live it the way they wish. But unfortunately, for those people who aren't at least going to be supportive of your growth, those are the people that you are very likely going to have to dramatically decrease the amount of time in which you spend with them. And the simple reason for that is, is because the more time you spend with them, they are just going to be blunting your iron sharpness, right? They are not sharpening your iron. When you hang out with someone who is an absolute high achiever and they're just ap just getting after it every single day, that person is going to be the person that will freaking sharpen your iron so much, right? And you might be able to sharpen theirs as well. Those are the people you want to be around. And unfortunately, the person that's blunting your iron, they're the ones who are going to have to receive less time. Because if you want to continue sharpening your iron and improving yourself, you have to be around the people who are going to foster that improvement, right? That growth. So very, very important for us to do that. Very important for us to fill our cups, hang out with the people that are going to help us become a better version of ourselves. And if we're lucky, we can be the people who can better those around us, right? So making sure we are lifting all, right? A, a rising tide lifts all boats, right? So you can be the tide that lifts all the other boats around you. You can be the person that improves the lives of other people around you. Now, in terms of how a person can affect you on a bacterial level, which is totally wild. I, like this blows my mind when I came across this. So as I just got done explaining, the people we spend the most time with, they're going to inevitably influence us in one way or another. But did you know that the people that you spend the most time with who are very likely your housemates, right? Uh, the people who you live with are very likely going to be some of the people that you spend the most time with, they are going to affect you or influence you at a bacterial level. So there's two studies that I have drawn upon and I have them linked in the show notes. So feel free to click on them, check them out. Um, so you know I'm not just coming out of nowhere, out of left field with this information. Like this is legit. Studies have been done on this and they have found that we share microbiota with people. We share microorganisms. Our microbiomes with the people that we are living with are constantly interacting with each other. And in fact, we share bacteria on our skin with the people that we live with. We share bacteria in our saliva that people we live with. And we even share bacteria in our poop with the people that we live with. Literally, all that bacteria, there is a degree of sharing with the people that you live with just by being in close contact with them. And I know that's super wild. Uh, actually, in fact, even dogs, you can even have a uh, exchange of bacteria with animals like a dog or even a cat for that matter. Now, the highest degree of bacterial exchange from what I was reading occurs on the skin and then, you know, to the saliva and then obviously uh, to our feces. But nonetheless, we do have this exchange of bacteria. So our microbiomes are 
communicating, exchanging with each other, diversifying, however it may be, right? But what's even crazier is that there was a study where they gave people antibiotics and they wanted to see the effects that the antibiotics were having on the microbiomes of the people who were taking these antibiotics. But they also were taking samples of the housemates of the people who were taking these antibiotics. And sure enough, when someone is taking an antibiotic that lives with you, you too will experience a decrease or a reduction in the diversity of your microbiome. Boom. <laughs> mind blown. Sorry, maybe this didn't blow your mind, but this blew my mind. I was absolutely tripping out when I heard this study. And so I, I have this quote actually from this study that I, I loved. I, I had to share it with you all. And it says, we originally hypothesized that we would observe an increase in gut microbiota diversity due to the sharing of microbiota with housemates and did not predict that we would observe diversity reductions in the housemates. So they knew that the housemates were naturally going to have this, you know, share of microbiota and they were, you know, hypothesizing that they were going to observe an increase in the microbiota diversity. But they ended up actually finding as well a reduction in the, in the diversity of the, of the housemates who were not even taking the antibiotic. Now, granted, this is one study. So yes, go. <laughs> we're, we're probably going to need many more studies on this. I'm not saying that this is 100% true and, and all this. Um, but at least in this one study, uh, we were able to find that this is the case, that taking antibiotics not only for yourself will affect your bacterial levels, but it will also affect the bacterial levels of all the people that you live with in that house. Which, now this is me speaking off of this study, right? Um, just as a non-medical professional, but we know that our microbiomes are interacting and having this, uh, you know, mixing going on. So we also know that there are uh, certain bacteria that are found in people who are generally fit, right? They are staying able to stay in shape. And then we see the people who are obese tend to not have that bacteria. And, you know, we also see that there's these opportunistic bacteria that certain people have, right? And, and vice versa, right? So there's these good and these bad bacteria. So what's to say that those are not the bacteria that are going from one person to another? Hence, if you take all the precautions that you can possibly take to be healthy, right? Like you're exercising, you're eating healthy, you're doing all the things right. But then you have someone who absolutely does not care. They're eating McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, Jack-in-the-box, fast food every single day. Um, you know, the processed food, they live, they have the standard American diet, right? Which is like 60% processed foods, um, never exercising, just, you know, destroyed gut bacteria, all of that. Their microbiome, at least according to what we're seeing here in these two studies, which once again, is just two studies, but we are seeing that that person could negatively influence your microbiome. Now, conversely, you could be influencing their microbiome in a positive way, which is awesome, but nonetheless, 
It just goes to show that the people we surround ourselves with are not just affecting us on this, you know, superficial level, but they are deeply influencing us at a bacterial level as well. So the people who you spend the most time with are very, very important. You really, really need to make sure that the people you're spending the most time with are, you know, boosting you mentally, boosting you physically and emotionally and spiritually and bacterially. <laughs> you really do, though. You need to make sure that the people you're surrounding yourself with are taking care of themselves because if they are not taking care of themselves, that influence can spill over onto you as well. And that's not, once again, this is not to say abandon all the people who don't know how to take care of themselves. No, they need love and they need, you know, a push here and there as well um, to help them get in gear. So if you have someone who's falling behind or who isn't, you know, doing the things that they should be doing to live a healthy, happy life, of course, do not, and I will say this because I truly believe in this, do not force your will upon other people, right? Like no one needs to live their life in whatever way you live yours. Uh, that's, you know, just we have free will and we should be able to exercise that and live our own lives in the ways that we see fit for ourselves. Um, but, you know, it is truly on us to be an example, right? And be the example and surround ourselves with people who are also being an example for the people around them and connect with those people, you know, sharpen each other's iron, become the best versions of ourselves. And, you know, really just try to find that group of people who are going to boost you on all the levels, right? Emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, and like I said, bacterially, right? <laughs> Like we really do need these people. And uh, if you're trying to, you know, be a high achiever, if you're trying to be a person who is pushing the needle, right, who's actually out there getting after it every single day, doing the work, you owe it to yourself to surround yourself with people who are also doing the same work and are going to fill your cup just as much as you're going to fill their cup as well. So that's going to do it for today's episode, y'all. This is a little bit of a motivational podcast episode here today. Um, I really do, though. I love mindset episodes. Um, I don't do too many of them on this show, but I believe mindset is crucial to being healthy as well, um, to living a healthy and happy life. We need to really focus on our mindset. Our mind is so powerful, and uh, really getting that under control is a huge win in terms of our health. So anyways, y'all, that is going to do it for today's episode. Um, if you found any value in today's show, please, it goes so far if you just go ahead and leave a quick rating and a review. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can actually leave a written review on there, uh, which I love to see those. I love to read them. And really, it's just a way for people to find the show easier. Um, it you know really helps to spread this message. And even better, if you can share this episode with someone, like a friend, a family, a loved one, or just anyone for that matter, maybe you just share it on Instagram or whatever social media it is that you're on, go ahead and tag me so I can see that and thank you personally and also share that tag, uh, that post. Um, that's a really great way of sharing the show and spreading the message. And also they make it super easy on all of these podcasting apps. You can literally just go ahead and send this episode from literally the page that you're on uh, seeing this episode. Uh, so they make it really, really easy. And if you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe. That is really the best way to make sure you don't miss out on any of these episodes. And that's going to do it for today, y'all. I really, truly, truly appreciate everyone for tuning in today. Uh, I will be 
on with, I believe, a guest for next week's episode on Wednesday. So definitely don't want to miss that. I love all of the guest episodes. Have some amazing people come on this show that can really share a ton of knowledge and uh, shed some light on topics that maybe I don't have a huge depth of knowledge on. So anyways, be sure to tune into that. And until then, y'all, I hope you just have a beautiful rest of your day, a beautiful rest of your week. Um, let's get after it. Let's go out there and sharpen some iron and just be the best version of ourselves possible. Um, truly, that's what this is all about is, uh, really trying to be the best version of ourselves and to, uh, you know, have a good health span, right? That's, uh, that's truly the goal here. Um, now, as you all know, I do like to end these episodes off with some actionable steps, um, because I believe that when you listen to a podcast, you can receive so much benefit and so much information. But if you don't have a concise way of how to actually put a lot of these tools into practice, um, then the episode can kind of be lost uh, and you won't really receive as much benefit. So what my main kind of takeaway actionable steps for today's episode are going to be is number one, evaluate who it is you're spending the most time with, right? So this is very simple. You can just look at the people you live with. You can look at who it is that you hang out with the most and really evaluate it, right? See what it is that you guys do together. What are, what are your hobbies? What is it that you enjoy doing? Like all of that. And then ask yourself, do you enjoy doing those hobbies? Does that person fill your cup? Do you feel good when you hang out with them, right? Like ask these questions of if that is a healthy relationship, right? And if it is a healthy relationship, that's awesome. And that's super cool. Maybe you can even find ways to try to push the needle with each other. You can um, think of things that you're both into. Maybe you can start reading some uh, books that are, you know, growth books, growth mindset books, and, uh, you know, kind of have a little book club on that, or maybe start working out together, whatever it may be. Um, and if you are surrounded by people that genuinely do not fill your cup and are truthfully just, you know, blunting your iron, they are. Um, not bringing anything to the table. And in fact, they're actually holding you back and bringing you down. Well, then my recommendation on that one is to start looking for people that are doing the things you want to be doing, right? That are living the life you want to be living and start connecting with those people. Reach out to them, try to get into those uh, groups, try to, you know, find a way to get associated with them. Uh, whether it's, you know, if you want to be more healthy, maybe you find a run club. Um, maybe if you are looking for a men's group, you go find a, or, you know, a, a good group of men, sorry, you go find a men's group to go, uh, hang out and, um, kind of open up a little bit and, and connect with some people who might be on the same level as you. Right. Um, so those are going to be the actionable steps. It's going to take, you know, be to take stock of who it is you're spending the most time with and then evaluate those people, right? Evaluate if it is a healthy relationship, even to the degree of, does that person take care of their body, right? Because as we know, that could be also influencing us at a bacterial level. And, um, you know, it might be something where you can help that person to obtain better health as well. So anyways, guys, that is going to do it for today's episode. Um, I hope you found a ton of benefit in this show. And as always, you know the motto of the show. It's do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. I love you all so much, and I will see you on next Wednesday. Have a beautiful week. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. 
It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. 